all you juggalos, and welcome to K-Prices, the podcast about comic books, graphic novels, sequential art, and all that other stuff. Welcome to 2014, everybody. I'm your host, Henry Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G, on Twitter. Hi. Hey. How's it going? And I'm here with... We should lower Henry. He's just yelling. Yeah, that was his. I'm excited. All right, right, I'll get slowly quieter and tired. He's introducing. I was giving signals to Brett the engineer. He just said, "I don't care." (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I'm here with Christopher, co-host Antista, (laughs) and the pretty much a regular now on the show, Brett, regular Elston. I wish I was regular. Do you think we have more of an audience since I accidentally sent out uh, the Cape Crisis special to Laser Time Speed? Yeah, I hope you guys liked Turn Off the Dork, that episode. Very approachable episode. Was it? Yeah, because it's something that, it's more than just comics, it's Broadway And we recorded a while ago, we had intended to record it and leave it a special around Christmas, we did not know it was going to come out the week the show closed forever. (laughs) Yeah, it was really good timing. And and that voice is is Dave Approachable Rudden. Yes, Dave, rarely on the show, Rudden. Thank you. Dave, Uh, clearly, cleanly shaved Rudden. Yes. I actually saw the uh, Christmas Story musical over the you holiday did. break. Yeah, mm. it's abysmal. It's uh, okay. Fragile, fragile, fragile. That's the thing. Like nobody in that that movie seems like they should be singing. Mm-hmm. Like like they want to sing. Yeah, Ralphie is just. Please tell me Gene Shepard's narration sings while everybody he does doesn't. That's that's fortunately the one part that is left intact, and it's done by the dad from Wonder Years. No shit. Yeah. So that's pretty much oh. like, but like, I mean, Oops, I hate to like make stereotypes about Broadway, but <laughs> Ralphie <laughs> should not be so okay. flamboyant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just it's what just, do you want from it? I, I, I like no Ralph. The entire family they're just so weird. Like uh, Randy is probably one of my like it's probably the best comedic performance i've seen in film is randy yeah the younger brother because he's just like yeah. he's he's operating on a completely different level than anybody <laughs> else so hearing him sing like ralphie okay <laughs> i can understand you have to they have to do this certain thing with this this like you, the main character has to sing yeah but randy should not should never sing and he <laughs> sings and it's just like no and yeah, I forget how much you love the Christmas. Story. I love it. It's by far. You my quoted it Christmas. three times, like twice today. It's January. <laughs> I yeah. just listened to a whole interview with the person who wrote a book on uh, the dirty musicals of the seventies. Really, was really good. Hair, yeah. you got some hair in there. Oh yeah, hair was yeah. the start of it of the sexy musicals. And then about, it was Oh Calcutta. Ooh, I, ooh, yes. I, there were so many jokes about that in Mad Magazine that I did not get, and I had to ask <laughs> my parents about. It's uh, yeah, it's it's Julie Klausner's How Was Your Week, and if you enjoy that show, it's proof you're gay. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, guys, Ooh, gotta unzip my jacket. Christmas time. It's over. Yeah, where it's over. You and I went back to our normal romp to Florida. You guys were all great in uh, Christmas toy, by the way. Oh, thanks. 2013. It was a tense uh, record. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I made it tense for what I did. <laughs> but I kept saying, hurry up, Henry. There's 10 people here. Can you, <laughs> can you stop? No, it was, it was weird. But, but everybody loved it. Um, yeah. No. But the people, who, the, the people who were going to love a Christmas special, period, mm-hmm. 
loved it, and that's probably what was. I important. was just glad we did a Christmas special. Yeah. <laughs> we could have done a half-assed thingy majig, and now we made something that's special. Our talk radar of the Christmas Carol is one of my favorite work memories. That's ever. pretty great. I love that. I did. That was a fun recording session, and the uh, end result was. Very and great. I was just sitting there, like, while working, editing, and working this thing, like, man, I used to get paid to do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's why this was possible. <laughs> I love that we did a Christmas Carol live as well, and that it was in the boardroom, and that the, everybody was there. Yeah, and we did a, it like a live production. Yeah, yeah. we should have filmed that and like <laughs> like there is had a great a photograph of it, yeah. like of all of us. Did you guys together. dress in the costumes. <laughs> no, Carolyn, well, Carolyn does that. That Carolyn hates being like photographed or filmed. She always hides her face and stuff. Mm. It, it makes. I don't think she did in that, did she? I think she does. Yeah, well, think. well, that's for uh, pictures when we all hang out, like those pictures of us hanging out at that bar that's all black and white and classy. Mm-hmm. Those are great pictures. Yeah. yeah. Happy memories. All right, so. Facebook. Comic books. Did anybody read comic books over the break? Boy, did I. I did. I, did. I was ecstatic to see that um, Comixology finally added DC trades. Yeah, they had some really good deals. On yeah, I mean, it sucks that we're airing now because it ended January 2nd. And oh. yeah, either way, they're still <laughs> cheaper than they are on, on uh, Kindle. Uh, I, I would say they're probably cheaper than they are at a Barnes and Noble. Yeah, that's significantly true. cheaper. Uh, but they're that still was, buy through our it's, Amazon. It's, links, if guys. you ever like, I'm the kind of dork. Even when I wasn't reading comics, I had a bunch of trades in my head that like, yeah, I need to read that and this and that and that. Wow, here they all are for four ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, here's your Watchmen for four ninety nine. Here's your The Dark Knight Returns for four ninety nine. Year One, All Star Superman, and I've been Kingdom so, Come. I've been so good lately. There were two I had not read. That was it. Wow. And I bought those. I read uh, Brian Nazarello's The Joker. Uh, oh, that's a good That's a good one. It's, it's basically a sequel to The Dark Knight. That's, yeah, and that's the only, the only thing that, that I didn't... It's always weird to consider Joker a, a crime lord in a Gotham economy. Mm-hmm. Because he's... In our, our generation's Joker has been sort of like a madman who kind of kicks all that shit over. Yeah, though the thing... He was extra evil in that... Like he was, it's not that he, he was breaks evil. into a family, an old, uh, an old married couple's home, and hacks them to death mm-hmm. in front of a guy just to be like, "Hey, I'm bored. Let's go in here." Oh, hey, it, slice, it, it slice, was slice. that juxtaposed with like the Joker's out of Arkham. Uh, I guess he gets to retain all of his dynasty. No, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Really, the Joker? Well, and that like he's a kingpin uh, we all bow down to. Killer Croc. Ah, welcome back, sir. Like that's well, and that uh, well, they also that they. They wrote Harley like Harley doesn't do much except for strip. Like she's, yeah. She, there's Harley. I was reading. I mean, not to bring it up again, but mm. one of those just ask Chris things about. Yeah, like, no, he had a good he had one a good, about a good point King. about Harley, and I was like, that's one of the, another one of those things where like I've known and not been able to really crystallize the the thought yet. Mm-hmm. Just like people not getting the point of that character completely. Yeah, she's uh, my favorite. Uh, Bill, Paul Dini did a good arc with her in the comics because. Mm-hmm. And he created her, so I think right. he, he probably understands her better than most. Uh, maybe. Is that he wrote her, she was an abused girlfriend. That was her thing. And you could empath- empathize with her, but that doesn't make her an awesome character or one that should be celebrated so much because she's... But but when Dini was writing her, like she stopped being the joke. She still had a soft spot for the Joker, but she was on her own. And she was like working with Catwoman and Poison Ivy who were like... Seriously, Harley, you're better than him. Like, let's see, we can be a team together. We can she's, be a, she's our own being team. The Joker's ring girl. Uh, Round well, two, Mister J. If you read Mad Love though, and that mm. she's just like 
the the Mad Love comic in that she's um, it is all of, and they did an episode of it on the show that was the same where it's just her. She wants to please the Joker, and the Joker is unpleasable. And you see that he that she was a psychiatrist in Arkham who got tricked by her. He was he pulled this whole like. Oh, I'm just a misunderstood guy. Batman's the real bad guy. And she's like, oh, you poor baby. Not buying it. And so she, yeah, she's just trapped in this abusive relationship and she can't see that he's bad for her. I, I The only one, other one I hadn't read in that DC sale collection, which again is, uh, I don't know, there's so many few things availability-wise I have left to complain about in this day and age. We have a WWE network. We have all our PlayStation content available to us streaming. And we Not now yet. have DC trades. I'm just saying, it's all coming. Uh, and, and it was just weird. I had there's oh, I haven't read this Flash collection, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember which one it is. But it's the return, the return, return of Barry Allen, the return of Barry Allen, which I personally don't care about at all. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, I do like Flash. I don't. I, Barry Allen's kind of boring. I like Wally West. Yeah. I, well, it, I think maybe there is a little bit bit of that with me. But like, the only reason you care about Barry Allen coming back is because he was. The original. You don't. When he was dead for twenty years. Yeah, but it it doesn't really have any meaning other than like a headline. So it, I yeah. don't, it, to me, it, it's not a moment. It's, I read the first three pages, fell asleep. It was four in the morning. No offense to the comic. <laughs> should I keep reading it? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. You yeah. should you should in, get some Flash knowledge in there. I think it'd be I helpful. love the new the new Flash stuff. I read at least the first ten issues. Yeah, Francisco Manipal is a really great artist. Like I like him. I like his art a ton. Like he's great. And I like Flashpoint. Yeah, that's where my modern Flash knowledge ends. I don't like what Flashpoint did, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was a cool story, bro. Um, yeah, that was. Uh, I was re-exploring a lot of old DC stuff over the break, and, it, and of reading and going like, "Man, I wish this still counted." Oh well, it's still good. And I was also reading the um, rebooted Thor, the Marvel now Thor. Yeah, and I, I like was that enjoying a lot. it, and then I told I was telling Brett, he's like, "Yeah, that sucks, and happens every year." Thanks, yeah, buddy. they introduce a super yeah. god that's older than the uh, than, yeah. than the Asgardians. It's who just fights I, him. I don't know. It's not that it sucks. It's just like I've read that story so yes. many times in Thor that I'm like I I, I, I do like I Jason Aaron's approach to it. It's very spared. Also, that his really his cool. Thor is a brute. Like that's what I like about sure. him too. That he is he is a slightly more noble brute. But they, he has. I also like that it's it's Thor in three times. Yeah, the three to, the three timeline structure is really yeah. The like the eleven hundreds Thor, now Thor, and future Thor, and that basically the, working the same case. And you <laughs> see that eleven hundreds Thor is like he is a good guy, but he's also a lout, and that uh, shit heel. He's like the yeah. Thor in the movie in the, in the beginning. Yeah, and then, but then in the but in now, he's like. There's a scene where some guy says to him in the first issue, like, "Yeah, a, a space, a, a space dude that he saves." That says, was my like, favorite part of well, Alien. Well, you talk about all that Asgard stuff, but that's not really real, right? And he's like, "Were I a younger man, I would have <laughs> smote you where you stood it's, for that." It's awesome. He's like, uh, "This little kid is, please help us have rain." And Thor comes, is like, "There you go, rain, everybody. Thanks a lot. Why did what? Why was this place without rain for so long?" I came right when you prayed. He's like, we didn't think the gods are real. Like, of course they're real. Do you have your own gods? No. Nobody believes in gods here. What? And Thor's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what happened to your gods? And goes on a mission to find their gods. And they're all, it sounds stupid and they're in all my dead. head, but it's, it's like really fucking cool. Well, and the art, I love the artist the too. Art the art, it, yeah, it's, it's really good. 
Well, so here's one thing I read that was pretty, uh, Chris, you're in love. Hmm. So I've been reading a lot of old things because I'm starting to appreciate old stuff, even though it's terrible. I like reading it uh, because I can appreciate the art and what it was doing in its time frame. Uh, so I was trying to look for a lot of old Steve Ditko stuff. Because I've really, especially after watching that Steve Ditko documentary, really great. I want to discover all this Ditko things I didn't know Please. outside of Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Please search Laser Time Steve Ditko to see that documentary. We're the only people who have it. And so what did I find but a collection of Steve Ditko's out-of-print monster comics that he did in the 50s just to pay the bills before Spider-Man came along. And Chris, hmm. one of his monster series was Gorgo. Are you serious? A comic book based on Gorgo, which if you don't know... Brad is was, better than Godzilla. It's a mystery... Shut up. This is on Mystery Science... <laughs> I own, to this day, a VHS of Gorgo. You do? An actual, yeah. an actual wow. release. I only knew it for Mystery Science Theater It's a real movie. On he attacks S- London or France? or what London. London. London, yeah. But yeah, so basically, wow. the UK wanted their own Godzilla, so yeah. they made up Gorgo, and he's like an Irish... An Irish myth that that then pops out of the water. And that was London. Gorgo is uh, he's the GoBots of fucking Godzilla yes. movies. He has a dunk contest with Doctor J. <laughs> <laughs> but Gorgo was the epitome of the Christmas present one year. That was like, ah, he likes Godzilla, so that's a that's a monster next to a this big was in building. The VHS bin at the Kmart. Yeah, so I watched Gorgo a lot as a kid because it was just one of those like, I guess this is fine. And then, have you seen the MST3K Gorgo? No. Of it's, the, it's like their only episode with a guest star because Leonard Moulton oh, yeah. has to appear to defend his review. They well because they made they spent their last episode <laughs> on Comedy Central, which was Laser a touching Blast. last episode. Laser Blast. Mm-hmm. A running joke in that is to make fun of Leonard Moulton because he gave Laser Blast two and a half stars, and they're like. They gave, he gave this the same rating as Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> and then, Sophie's Choice. And there's a couple jokes in it where they just, like, there's just silence and they go, Could Leonard Maltin be wrong about this movie? <laughs> so it's just funny to see that Leonard Maltin, like, being on the joke. Henry, you should know better than to use uh, reviewers' previous ratings. Mm, that's true. It's true. Yeah. Yes. That's, I've listened to the, <laughs> that, that piece we did on the Halo Reach <laughs> yes. reviews. Twice NHL 99 got the same score. Uh, but yeah, so the Gorgo, it's it's just fun because it, it's it's shittily written. But it is funny to see like Gorgo doing monster stuff and then surrounded by the same stock dudes. Like the people who basically were all the employ- uh, nameless employees at the Daily Bugle are now, <laughs> they're now all standing around like, Gorgo's destroying the city. It's a bad movie, and it's on amazing print. Like it's like it's sort of like where did, the um, where did you find the this? on Amazon? I just is there was a new, looking a new collection. This was a re- yeah. They, it's mm. part of this IDW's doing mm. a monsters collection of his old stuff. So nice. it's really cool. So that's <laughs> that's uh, the most memorable thing I read. Uh, anybody else want to offer up a re- reading? Uh, I finally dug into Marvel Unlimited and over the break read uh, Age of Apocalypse and Onslaught. Oof. Um, yeah, those age. So, and then I started Infernos. But Age first, of Apocalypse I've read recently. So, Age of Apocalypse I read and sucked. Uh, really? I had I never read it when it happened, but it was one of those at the time, like, like air quotes, cool. The covers looked awesome. The covers were great, and there was this inescapable interestingness to it, where it was like 
Secret Wars was the first idea of like, wait, that's an idea, a mega crossover across all the comics. And Age mm-hmm. of Apocalypse was this idea of like, wait, an in-continuity, out-of-continuity yeah. rewriting of the story. Rebranding of all the comics yeah, for two, it, You cancel months. all the other books, but you know, even going in, you all knew they were coming back. Mm-hmm. But even then for three months, it's Astonishing X-Men, Amazing X-Men, Cable and or Gambit and the Exiles, or whatever they all were. So, and that's all on Marvel Unlimited, so I read that, and it was just 90s as hell, and like the art would range wildly depending on the book. Joey Mad was a great artist. So Joey, Joey Mad was good, and then there's others that's just like, that's like the most flat apocalypse I've ever seen. Not po- Like, they all just pose at each other so much. Uh, and it's it's I just was not interested at all, and then even like the Rogue Magneto relationship. No, well I didn't <laughs> mind it. It's just like it it was weird because I'm like looking back on it now as an adult, I'm more like this was kind of your first pass in a way at doing something like Ultimate or an Elseworlds or yeah. something, mm-hmm. and you could have really shaken up the roster or something, but instead it was mostly just like. And here's the team, and it's Storm and Ice Man and Angel and Cyclops. I thought it was interesting. What was way better was... The characters who turned, though. Well, I thought was actually better was uh, reading... uh, This was like 10 years ago. Actually, wow, it wasn't really 10 years ago now. Uh, One of my co-workers uh, when I worked at the TV station had a complete run of X-Man when uh, I think that was Havoc at the time who went into the alternate dimension and he oh uh, yeah, the yeah, whole, yeah yeah a whole different timeline where like Storm was bitten by a vampire and she's yeah that got it got weird she's named Bloodstorm but it was all <laughs> like it was this whole other world that got Bloodstorm stupid yeah idiot but it was more like that that to, that to me was always more interesting because it was like this was a we're not gonna just do this and then destroy it it was a He's going to live this entire alternate life. It lasted like It's like 50 40, issues 50 or something, issues, close yeah. to 50. But then I moved on to Onslaught, which was only a year later, I think. <laughs> like a year and two years at the most. And it was way, I felt way better just in the sense of like, it was it set it up and then executed it much quicker and also uh, Mark Wade wrote a big chunk of it so it was like yeah. it was just a better story. In a way, Onslaught was written to close a gap because... Chris Claremont, it's it's crazy to think of it now because the X-Men, when they were at their hottest in the mid-90s, they were the uh, the most convoluted book there possibly oh, yeah. was because Chris Claremont had this great system of uh, introducing mysteries yeah. that would never be solved. And then yeah. his following writers, Fabian Nicias and yeah. Scott Lodebell, continued that. And one of the big ones was, there's an X-Trader that... that oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Bishop, Bishop back, came yeah. back to warn them about. And this was even like a big thing in the cartoon. Yeah, and there was a videotape of Jean Grey saying, this yeah. guy did it, you can't believe it, and it's, oh no! And then you finally see her recording the video in yeah. in Onslaught, and it turns out she's talking about Xavier, yeah. and then Onslaught is Xavier gone mad. Yeah. And so it, it closed that gap, it closed a lot of other ones too. It ended these yeah. mysteries that seemingly had no answer. Yeah. I wish Heroes Reborn isn't on there, though, because I was kind of wanting to see that. But I remember reading some of that at the time, like Rob Liefeld's Captain America. And it's, just, it's hilarious. Jim Lee's Fantastic Four is okay. Yeah. But uh... but so after that, I was like, well, what other collections are on Marvel Unlimited of, of, of uh, events? And there's a lot of events in there. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, Inferno, that's one of those things. Inferno, and it sent me on this huge nostalgia trip because Inferno was going on when, like, I think Inferno was wrapping up right when I got into comics, period. Yeah. And 
just getting a lot of comics that had that in the upper right hand corner Inferno like Amazing Spider-Man 313 with the lizard on it I think yeah I think and then right, 316 yeah. is the Venom cover that classic uh, iconic Venom yeah. cover 316 and 317 but I think 313 is the lizard I think that was the first comic I ever got with the lizard and that's what made me a fan of the lizard uh, to say it, to say it again um, but the way McFarlane drew Spider-Man and the Lizard, Jesus, and just that really was like, wow, this character, seeing these characters fight each other is so, to my 10-year-old brain, was so interesting. And I'm like, wait, what's Inferno? Because I didn't know what the hell that yeah, meant or what it was. And it's like, it was just this cross everything. And it made me really appreciate how cool the crossovers used to be. And I mean, when House of M and Civil War... Civil War was probably the last one I felt that really did it this blanket wide where, like, everything yeah. is affected. Because World War Hulk tried, and it's like, shut up. Ghost Rider doesn't care about World War Hulk. I tr- pr- trust me. I'm not even writing it. He doesn't give a fuck. But uh, Inferno was cool because it was, like, it was this c- hilariously convoluted X-Men story about a Jean Grey clone made by Mr. Sinister who discovers she's a clone and makes a deal with a demon, and then both of them think they're gonna be the better one of the deal but then you could clearly tell someone just watched Ghostbusters 2 and was like what if everything went crazy and all the inanimate objects came to life and a fur coat bit a lady like it, it just it's just hilarious like how much Ghostbusters 2 it is um, but it was like it was so mean spirited reading X-Factor and uh, X-Men and even X-Force I think it was still New Mutants at the time yeah 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 uh, and just seeing like I tweeted a picture of like how many just civilians are murdered in a horrible like there's a, there's like at least two scenes with like kids get in an elevator in the Empire State Building to go up as tourists and then the door like laughs and smiles and then opens and their bones and blood fly out and the door's like ha 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 gotcha and it's like you didn't get him you ate them. ah the old elevator trick yeah and then like the next one is a mailbox <laughs> chew, next one is a mailbox chewing off a guy's arm and then the one I tweeted is like the, the, the viewing port on top of the building tearing a guy's eyes out and just going like they're my eyes now and it's like this is so mean <laughs> um, but that was just a but cool done with a Ghostbuster sensibility because yeah. there's also right next to it says blink 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 blink, blink. it's super weird but the, the cool thing was like you could then read like here's what happened in Fantastic Four and Spider-Man and it was like there was a couple of issues in every comic that were just like all of them going what the fuck is going on <laughs> why is the Empire State Building <laughs> growing like it, it's yeah. just such a weird story and it's actually it's so it's so much slower and more drawn out that it feels of all the three things that I read, Age of Apocalypse, Onslaught. I'm like I'm enjoying this one the most. You know, there was a funny thing I think in the '90s and all those mega crossovers. Like maybe it was the maybe it was that Spider-Man didn't matter in these cosmic crossovers, or maybe it was that the Spider-Man editors were like, leave us out of that stuff. But like. He was always on the fringes, like yeah. in in onslaught, for example. He just every, sentinels. Yeah, sentinels onslaught. One of his things is to send a bunch of sen- sentinels into the city. So Spidey's just fighting sentinels like the cannon fodder while the Avengers are doing the real stuff. Yeah, which is fine because that's probably what he would do. He would be trying well, to help. Well, now people. he's a member of the Avengers, so yeah, he'd be fine. But... Stupid. I don't care. I, he yeah. should never be an Avenger. I hate the idea of him being. An I'm hoping after Superior's over. That he'll... I'm hoping. Yeah, he'll probably be. Drummed yeah. out. Well, it'll be yeah. Well, it'll be weird because like, will anyone know? Will he have to? Will that be another one of those park well, of guilt things? Like, rumor? time for some news, guys. Uh, all right. <laughs> Look what leaked uh, from an upcoming preview for Marvel stuff for all new Marvel now. Uh huh. Oh wow. 
Can everybody see this picture on the podcast? Uh, well, it is uh, well. Amazing Spider-Man number one from Dan Slott and Humberto Ramos. Oh, and look at that cover I heard the image. rumor. Look at, well, look at the cover image. Yeah. I mean, big surprise. That's surpri- I mean, Peter Parker back I mean, big as Spider-Man. Su- big surprise. We knew it was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen when the Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> movie comes out. Of course really there's going to be an Amazing Spider-Man comic again. <laughs> it still looks like... Is that an, like an official misleading leak? Yeah. And Marvel That's... has asked people to take down this image, oh, which goodness. if you want any more corroboration than that, yeah. I think you got it. It is irritating that they're going back to number one because it's like... Again, I know. Well, hey, just, uh, you know, if they do it bi-weekly again and if they count superior in the numbering, in a couple of years we'll be at 800. Dude, so less than that. like, Well, well they're at 25. Jesus, yeah, it'll be just... If it's 25 in a year, then just three more years and they'll be at 800. Yep. That seems like cheating. Just whatever. to be bi-weekly, but whatever. I want, uh, now that they fucked Action Comics so hard, I want Amazing Spider-Man to be the first comic to hit a thousand. I want it to be. Mm, is there yeah. some sort of backup numbering you can do just put, like putting like a little like... They've done it before. They, like the copyright numbers. area, like... Oh, yeah. Actually, episode. No, they've just excited. done it where Sorry, whenever... DC, DC has done that in... in they Marvel, both, Ultimate, Marvel's done it the most. Marvel Ultimate does it a lot. It. Mar- Ultimate did Ultimate it Spider-Man comics. did it. Yeah, well, that was because they should have never rebooted it. There are 12 Ultimate issues Comics of Spider-Man. Ultimate Comics oh, that's Spider-Man. Sucks. That was just dumb. And then there's Ultimate Spider-Man t- 1, 200, 100? Up to 150. 150. Yeah, that's and then there's Ultimate Comics, comics Spider-Man Comics. And, <laughs> yes. And he's a black yeah, kid. It was bad. Yeah, but well, anyway. All the, all the splitting of it was bad. <laughs> So yeah, Peter Parker looks like we all I mean, figured yeah, he was going to be We all that, like it, it's almost it's almost obnoxious in how predictable. It's like you'll yeah. do you'll do it 2 months before the movie comes well, out. But the, Big the surprise. Interesting rumor I I thought I saw was that Superior Spider-Man would continue as in that mm. version of Spider-Man would continue possibly where in a would Doc Ock go to? As the Doc Ock Spider-Man would continue mm. existing. Interesting. Yeah, that, I think that's still neat. That'd be that'd be kind of neat. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I hated the, this idea to begin with, and it's been one of the most compelling things. It's one of my, I, it was I, my, my most rare. Yeah, and I'm glad. I mean, I, I, I do love it. Like, it's mm. it's great. And it's so weird. Maybe seeing we this. love it because we know it's going to go away, though. <laughs> well, that's, there, why, there that's, why, that's why I know I don't, like, I don't, it's like, he'll come back. Like, don't worry. He'll be back. But, but, I, but I know we're also see. talking about, it, like, this is a very interesting arc. It is. We're not, we're not saying, like, this is an interesting change for the series forever. We're not right. Like, it's like, this is a finite thing. And the last, like, year of Amazing before that was boring. Like, Spider Island was not great. The rumor of... Some of Spider Island. Okay. The rumor of Matt Fraction writing Superior ongoing. How do you feel about that? <laughs> not as probably not as optimistic. Well, I'm just more like I, I I don't quite understand the idea of like oh he's behaving so antithetical to Peter Parker and it's like well yeah he's not Peter Parker mm-hmm. and I know it sucks for like a year for there to be no Peter Parker being Spider Man mm-hmm. but it's like it'll be you have you have to do father. yeah you yeah yeah definitely because when he comes back I bet that energizes the writers and the creative staff to have a bunch of good Parker stories pent mm-hmm. up. To have so much Spider-Man going on all the time is like you just sometimes need a, a really clean slate or a weird thing to come shake everybody up, and it's like that's what this is gonna do. What I also like again is... the same thing with the, the the shitty we'll have Mephisto eat their marriage. Yeah. It's like that's a dumb story, <laughs> but I don't care because it led to it put you in a better place. But three, I like three years of great Spider-Man. What story. I like is that Slot is still on it, like yeah. he's yeah. still writing. I'm yeah. glad he's sticking around, which I mean he should like Superior. He made Superior Spider-Man work and be one of, 
it's been in the top ten. Like both issues each month have been in the top ten, like over and over again all year long in twenty thirteen. When does his Silver Surfer start? Uh, in a f- couple months, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely going to read that. Yeah. So yeah, that's the that was the big news. But we'll talk about some more stuff when we come back. I read things. Oh what? Oh Dave, I'm sorry. Yes. Okay, Dave. Yes. I also read the new uh, X Factor. It wasn't that great. Yeah. Uh, but I read. Uh, reason you haven't heard me for the last fifteen minutes, besides the fact that I don't know Marvel from shit, is that I was catching up on The Walking Dead. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Is the war over? It's not. Okay. It's still going on. Uh, and the so I just read one nineteen, which came out the day that we're recording this, uh, and that one ended a little bit uh, flat. There, okay. like almost every chapter in the All Out War uh, storyline. The one right before that ended without any real compelling. Uh, but there was something. No, that, there was. Yeah, but this one ends with like. It's either someone dying or a, a major move between Rick's camp and Negan's camp. This, Negan. Yeah. Never uh, this last one ends in a way that where I'm not... I just don't think that what that move is that big. Like, it could literally be countered in one page in the next comic. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, besides that, like, it, it's amazing that they're going to keep this going on. I think they said, like, is it 12 or 16 issues long? Mm-hmm. Wow, and I think they're like up to their fifth or sixth. It's like a, a year, though. Yeah, I mean, but it's uh, it, well, Secret Invasion was eight eight issues, wasn't it? Yeah, That's they've eight. been building to this for about four years now in Walking Dead. Yeah, a war with Negan. Well, if you count when they moved to that town, mm-hmm. like they've they've been building since then. And I mean, it will end with probably Negan being killed. Gotta think he's I want lose. him to go all Magneto and just has to join yeah. them for a little while. They'll fight later. <laughs> yeah, I he's like that a he's just character. a pragmatic, horrible person. Yes. Like in a way, he's like, yeah, I do kind of get off on being evil, but also I couldn't rule these yeah. people if they weren't afraid. I don't of like people. burning faces with an iron, but you can't go fucking your wife after I've claimed her. <laughs> you made <laughs> got to be rules. You made the deal. If I don't, res- if we don't respect the rules, then we're fucked. And, and I do mm. hate people like that. <laughs> Black and white, no gray area. Yeah. yeah, I made this rule up before anything happened, so I'm going to follow it to a T. <laughs> and I also read the WWE comic. I know you guys talked a little no, bit yes. about that last time. Please, more all uh, of it. So part of that, I since I purchased it, I have the glossary at the end that refers to wrestlers and they how, have a glossary. Glo- yes. So wow. the WWE comic takes place in Titan City, which is this. <laughs> Fictionalized city that's populated by WWE superstars. Isn't that where Duck, uh, Darkwing Duck takes place? <laughs> Possibly. Uh, St. Canard. I'll, I'll stop. Saint but it, it's named after Titan Sports, uh, <laughs> which was the company that used to be the, yeah, yeah, when the umbrella were, company for WWE. When they were ashamed of WWF, they yes. were called Titan Sports. So I'll, let me just... Do you mind if I just read like the first I'm sentence okay. of their bios? So John Cena, ex-cop and former world champion, he was the pride <laughs> of the city... Uh, Randy Orton, the apex predator, leads the ultimate double life, scheming in private as the ultimate rob ruler while preaching law and order, even running for DA against Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> Jesus. CM Punk, the an, an urban vigilante of sorts who's sick of the people of Titan City suffering under corrupt rule. Wow. Uh, then there's factions like the Brothers of Destruction, Kane and Undertaker, not corrupt, but not on the up and up either. Everyone wants them on their side, 
but winning over one of them doesn't necessarily guarantee the other. Uh, Hornswoggle, <laughs> who knows what he's plotting? Partner, head of the tea party. <laughs> partner with the beloved giant, Great Kali, <laughs> but don't trust uh, the hor- mischievous Hornswoggle. Uh, and the Shield, three cops born and raised in Titan City. They want power not for themselves, but to return to the city. But they will do whatever it takes to accomplish their goal, even betraying the captain of Titan City Police. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Christian's the captain. Yeah. Oh, uh, Captain Charisma. I get yeah. it. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. There's a couple. Daniel Bryan, a loose cannon, not good for goodness sake, but to destroy Orton. The Wyatt <laughs> family, a sadistic cult-like family that lives in the barren wastelands outside the city. Canonical. Paul Heyman will make hell for anyone who crosses him along with his henchman, Brock Lesnar. Big Show, he wants to go legit, but will maintain power by by whatever means necessary. And Rey Mysterio, a heroic vigilante who wears a mask to bring justice. That I love. I love Rey Mysterio running around like a fucking 1950s villain. I think they would also want to sing Cara, but he kept injuring himself while trying to save the city. I mean, speaking of injuries, you see that Dolph Ziggler apparently has, like, a bad concussion. Like, this could be career-ending concussion, man. Yeah. Well, he always goes so crazy in his matches. He's so good. Yeah. But that's his thing. He bumps like he's Mr. Perfect, but he doesn't remember. Mr. Perfect had horrible injuries all the time because he bumps so crazy. All right, anyway. So, yeah, that's the news. That's what we we read. And when we come back, the return of trivia, maybe? And other things on other half of the show. guys it's 2014 and it's the first break of 2014 oh my god it's all Brett was so excited he flinged his phone over here but (laughs) anyway first break of 2014 and boy are we excited uh for this whole new year in the laser time world and if you'd like to help laser time keep on going there's a lot of ways you can do it there's the paypal button to donate whatever you can there's the t-shirt store you can buy a fun a fun t-shirt or you could go to the laser time uh, band camp and buy one of our previous agents of shield tv show commentaries or the vg empire notes for the uh, for the year of 2013 and there's some more stuff a coming don't you worry or you could just buy stuff through amazon i bet you got some amazon gift cards over the holidays Buy some stuff on Amazon through the link on our site, and a little bit of money comes our way. It helps to keep everything going smoothly. Also, if you're uh, subscribing on iTunes in this new year, I resolve that you should review this show if you haven't yet. So please, new reviews, five-star reviews, really helps us out. Please do that. And lastly, it's time for the Hank's Corner Pick of the Week. This week... I mentioned it before, and I'm going to double down on it. Gorgo, the monster collection by Steve Ditko. It's just a fun old book of stuff you've never heard of, and you can just appreciate Steve Ditko drawing a giant monster. The guy who created Spider-Man drawing giant monsters for cheap for, for a cheap comic book. It's fun, and the collection style is really cool. I like how it's put together. So you can find a link to that and a bunch of other comics that we talked about 
to buy them on Amazon. Link on the show page for this episode on lasertimepodcast.com. And now back to the rest of the show. Did you guys see that they, uh, well, gee, the Paul Rudd news, that definitely happened before the break. It's hard to remember everything that wasn't before the break, but uh, I do remember over the break they they not only confirmed what everybody knew, that Vin Diesel is Groot in uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy That was confirmed over the break? Yeah. No, they confirmed that with a press release before. The, no, he, they did it with a picture of it him, was the with picture a with him with a picture. Picture. That was confirmed a long time ago. I don't ago. think it was. So he's a tree. <laughs> tree man. Is he like a family tree? He's a family tree. <laughs> family tree. It's, uh, you know, there's an easy joke with wooden acting. Ah. But, uh, anyway, yeah. Oh, that, Brett posted an article about this and, and, and put Paul Rudd's uh, computer. I love Show it. Show me dance. Mm, uh, that is uh, the front runner for a three-way Halloween costume this year of going as Oyster, Celery Man, and Tane. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Uh, I'm calling Oyster, by the way. Right. Uh, uh, what about uh, Tane or uh, Nude Tane? Nude Tane is the alternate that I figured Chris would go as. <laughs> I have not been briefed on this. So um, we, I do not want to discuss this on the air. <laughs> there has been talk that it'll be Scott, the Scott Lang version of Ant-Man in the movie and not uh, not. Well, they said Henry Pym Pym. was in it. That's what other uh, first comment says. So Shiger, do we, Shigerukin says, uh, do we know which Ant-Man this is? Uh, the, well, the rumors are that the, the, the most recent rumor I saw is that Edgar Wright tweeted something that was like doing research and it was an episode of uh of the avengers cartoon the recent avengers cartoon that had ant-man in it but it was scott lang as oh, ant-man yeah. inherit he inherits it from henry pym in that episode I so see. that's what's leading people to he says, in, in regards to ultron i like the theory that the mechanical arm stark uses has become sentient and become ultron that'd be I great to recall stark mentioning that he had bought it from some college and if that happens to be the uh-huh. case ant-man would have to be involved in the creation of its ai yeah, I mean, that certainly... The thing that keeps throwing me off about Ultron and where it's going to come from, because you know they're going to tie it to Iron Man, mm-hmm. is like, James Spader's the voice. And I'm just like, <laughs> that's still so weird. Yeah. It's, it's very weird. And like, how are they going to have Ultron walking around being a robot with that face? At and that first face I is wondered the- if he was going to be... The, now I'm wondering if he is going to be the man, if he's going to be on screen as it more than the voice, because... He's kind of pudgy and bald now. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> the blacklist. Robert California? Yeah. Yes. I saw him there. God, I love that <laughs> But he shoved, so if you've so seen great. him on the blacklist, he shaved off his, right. his he's, he's admitting like, yeah, I'm bald. I'm bald. I'm I'm bald. bald. Uh, I just assumed you'd never see his face and he would be like the, um, for lack of a better term, the electric gremlin in Gremlins 2. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's also just, uh, I, I just been walking around in my local uh, uh, multiplex or walk by it and they had a, Things up, I'm like, oh yeah, May is Amazing Spider-Man two mm-hmm. and Godzilla, yeah. and I also believe uh, Cap is April. April, April, and then August is Guardians of the Galaxy. It's just like 
They're caught con- like the summer's about to start already. It fe- it almost feels like it's like, January eighth. I know, like but it's the May there's, films there's still four months. The yeah, May we, films we don't the, feel we, that we far got away. All those trailers like so long ago. It I, yeah, like, yeah, it's it's a slow ass build. And up. here's what here's my. I don't want this to happen. Don't jump mm-hmm. on me. I think Guardians oh. of the Galaxy is going to be Marvel's first bomb. Uh, Days of Future Past. Yes. No, and Days of Future Past. Marvel's first bomb. Guardians I don't think it will. I think it will. No, not, a, not as a bomb, just like that's another movie that's yeah, yeah. in the mix. No, I don't think Guardians of the Galaxy will fail. They, they, they released an official image for the first time mm-hmm. over Christmas break. Yeah. Everything else has had trailers and promotion. Somebody, like, it's weird. It seems They're, like someone over there is very unsure about what they this need a, It's a hard sell, and they got to do it a specific way. I think, they because it's, well, I think because it's a late summer movie, they are trying, like, there's no point in, like, there's no point mm-hmm. in, like, they're trying to push, I saw a trailer. They, they're trying to push Cap right now. Did you see that there's a trailer for the new Christopher Nolan movie coming in two years? That's because it's Christopher no, Nolan. No, a year, a year. Is it it's a year? Next yes, Christmas, it's this so. fall, it's this Christmas, so. so what, what, what's the release date for Guardians of the Galaxy again? August. This summer. August. August. The dumping so, ground. Batista wins the WWE title nice, around like uh, yeah. June, July, SummerSlam. Yeah, probably. Perfect, perfect probably. Yeah. Uh, Goes I, yeah. on the red carpet with the WWE title. Uh, I am not shitting you. That will probably no, happen. No, you're, you're right. You're totally right. Yeah. Totally, he'll totally do that. Oh, this? Well, I'm, uh, did I'm you know back I'm... in the WWE. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think it'll... I, I think... I mean, it certainly seems like that could be the case. But I think they're just waiting... That movie is so post production heavy that I just wonder if they. Well, when two of the main characters are CG. Yeah. I just don't think they maybe have a whole lot to show yet. They finished filming. Yeah, I think they want to be sure. I think they want cool stuff with Rocket Raccoon. I also think that they think Rocket Raccoon could be the new cool guy. Like, he could be their new megastar. I think it's what they Yeah, it could either be like that. And that's the tipping point. It's like Rocket Raccoon either makes or breaks that movie. Either people are like, fine, I'm in. Or. No, just no. What 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 led me to this is I for some reason I follow James Gunn on Instagram, <laughs> and he, he's all he does is sweet pictures of the animals he's working with in Guardians of the Galaxy. It gets me excited, and he <laughs> and then like this picture comes out, and he never really says like anything, and then he Instagrams the day that picture is released officially. Like here's this picture that Disney released of something we showed the public like almost a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, From the Comic Con panel. Here's what it is. I'm not it, like this. His his tone there. Either he was just being like super fucking robotic, mm-hmm. or he was not happy about it. I would bet that's not the way he wanted it to be first shown. Yeah, and so I he, would bet there's. A, I bet at this moment he is working on editing and approving the trailer that will go with Captain America. Like that's what I yeah, think. Yeah, probably. Like, usually we get a trailer so much earlier. But they've got to tie it into the momentum of Cap. Like I think that's what Well, it's also do. it has to be the lead into Avengers 2. Yeah. So they may also be holding some of that because it's going to be I mean it once you start talking Guardians Avengers 2 is like the next thing in your mind. So yeah, it's it, true. It's true. All right. So anyway, I, I was just I wanted to mention that about the movies that it'll it's crazy that how soon some of those are going to be here. That like the especially Godzilla to me like that I just can't, seemed, I can't wait, man. That seems so far away and impossible. Yeah, it did. Until I saw the trailer in a theater, really even I was like, oh yeah, the trailer's is... really good. So that also means uh, when do you think we'll see a Batman Superman trailer? Comic Con? Yeah, I would bet Comic Con a teaser at Comic Con. Yeah, probably a teaser. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just with I think what I love about the Godzilla trailer is that it's. You, 
what you need for a, a really good Godzilla movie, I think, is like you got to have a cool monster, but you need good actors to look at that monster yeah. and pot and be scared of it. And when you have Brian Cranston and David Strahan and mm. uh, Elizabeth Olsen I think and the trailer uh, Brian Cranston crying and fucking <laughs> Ken Watanabe, like I'm glad they at least got one major yeah. Japanese actor in there. Well, like, I'm also like. There has to be an element of horror to this for it to work. It can't yeah. be a fucking cartoon, which was... Godzilla the night- can't be the good guy. No. Not in the first one. Yeah. He's a natural disaster. Well, even in the 98 one, that the stupid iguana thing isn't a good guy, no. but it's still just they like... They make you pity him at a certain You pity... Well, it's a girl. It's a her. Yeah. And it's just more like this... There's nothing... It's I fuck that movie forever. I hate it so much. Oh, I love it. You know, uh, I love like you, 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 if you think you've seen me rant, <laughs> you, know, you should make me watch it and just mic me. I don't want to turn it. I am so commentary ang- fucking angry just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, but you know what I liked in Godzilla 2000 God. was uh, it's a fine movie that the way they said like they were basically like Godzilla is a natural disaster that happens. It's like a, just a tsunami that comes every right. couple years, and you just gotta live with it. Like yeah. they're just like. He, you can't stop him. Ah, you can't it's, like, it's like a hurricane. I don't hate yeah. hurricanes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, even that reference. That's directly made in Godzilla 1985. Right. So, like, that's right. a reference. Henry that and goes I made back. that up right before the show. I know. I know. That's <laughs> great. All right. Um, so we should really do trivia, though. I said we do trivia. Let's do trivia. Oh, should I read the questions? Because I will get none of the hey, right. There you go. All right, fine, Dave, all right. Yeah. Read a couple, one from each, back and forth. All right, so alternate between them. Yeah. And just re- randomly pick anything. Yes. Wow. Although I'm gonna let me show you real you're quick. You're gonna have to uh, understand the uh, so, the uh, the OS of these books. <laughs> so there are the questions here. I can't think of a word either. And then you have to <laughs> pull. There's wow. for for different chapters. The UI of this book. Keys, okay. So. Is there a handy guide to what chapter I'm on when I pick the question, or I just uh, the bottom of the page? Just go till there's no more numbers. Right. The okay. numbers keep going up. Yeah, uh, we should probably start with uh, uh, Marvel because this show is biased. Yes, that's Damn true. It, you read the reviews. Yes. Spider-Man first. Alrighty. Have I you like... seen the clock? That website that is just it has been X days since DC has done something stupid. <laughs> and it, and it's just a site that updates itself every time DC oh, I need to see that. that they perceive to be stupid. Oh uh, yeah, and have you seen uh, Deadpool's getting married? I saw the picture. Oh, that'll be funny. Somebody's I bet it'll married. be hilarious. I'm actually getting pretty tired of Deadpool at this point. Uh-huh. All right, just let it go. Well, now it's out of print, so you don't have to worry about this game no, no, anymore. Nothing about that. Okay. Uh, first question in Ultimate Marvel. Peter occasionally worked with a group called the Ultimates. What was the name of the team's base? Triskelion. Uh, good, fuck. It is. Triskelion. Triskelion. Yeah. Uh, which no, is it, it's which is Moops. In, which is in Captain America, <laughs> the second one. Oh, really? The tri- Oh, wow. Oh. Is uh, Triskelion where Triskittable is? But, hey, look at that. That's yeah, very inside. A reference to us. Wow. Uh, oh, nice. Does that name that come we're from marking anything? out for ourselves. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's, a, it's a faithful reader. Or listener. Triskelion. I, I don't know what it's a reference to. It always yeah. seems like it's too specific to not yeah, be a reference to something. Yeah, Mark Miller's the type who would have done it. It's probably a fucking name of a town in the Bible. have a preference for uh, multiple choice or Vietnam. fill in the blank? Uh, uh, fill in the blank I like more. Yeah? Okay. Uh, so Hawkman. Damn, Damn, you're right. Uh, this is uh, Batman's Friendships. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I love Santa, you. Santa Maria. <laughs> In the novel 
Batman slash Superman, Enemies and Allies, the company LexCorp uses a different name. What is it called instead? Mm. A, a prose Batman and Superman. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Boy, uh, 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 Mordor? Uh, the LL Corp. Uh, LexCorp LLC. Enron. Luther Corp. Jesus. Hawkman. We had all this room to get creative, and that's what we came up with. Nope. Hope you guys are not expecting me to keep score. Could you done with that? Now, the double dare music is all people really look for. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, no sound effects, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Except for that, I just said. But then you better have a match up of when I sang it. Damn. Do it when I did it, just because I didn't. I wasn't rude. Please stop doing it. A nuclear blast of five minutes. We can just cut out all of it. So I, I, went, I came across a question that I was going to ask, but I lost it in the book, and I don't know where I can find the answer. But maybe you guys know just offhand. What the question was. Like no, Jeopardy? I, I, no, I remember the question was, how did uh, the Spider-Man from Spider-Man Noir gain his powers? Uh, it was uh, uh, radioactive moonshine. Yeah, it was a weird experiment. I was going to say that as a cliche. Like, something there in Prohibition probably had some tainted hooch. <laughs> I think it was a magic spider, maybe. A magic spider. Readers? A dame. Go to wikipedia.org and you can find out for yourself. <laughs> hey, let me see. The, uh, what? Wait, no. He's, gonna, he's got another question I got a, I got a, I got a Spider-Man question. Oh, I was going to look It's somewhere it, in yeah. there. Like, You'd be better off just group. going to Google. Uh, so still screwy hooch is my answer. This is a a multiple choice question. In Spider-Man the Animated Series, mm. Electro was the chameleon's stepbrother and was given a different real name. What was it? Was it A, Edison mm. Bolt, B, Jake Gigawatt, or Gigawatt, <laughs> as it were, C, Alexei Smerdyakov, or D, Reinhold Kragoff? I'm going to go with Reinhold Kragoff. I'm going to go with C. The Bolt one. Henry, you were correct. Uh-huh. It's yeah. Reinhold Kragoff. Why would they change that? I guess to give him a... Uh, Perhaps he was a giant. I am Different Russian. Yeah. I am the Russian. I yes. stop you, Spider-Man. Uh, you know, a, like Jimmy Fox yeah. fish face. <laughs> he hosted a, uh, a, a TV court show called, called George Chetler. I'll judge Reinhold. There we go. You got it. <laughs> Montreal with Judge Reinhold. All right, one more, right. one more Batman. Bat, one more Batman? All right. Batman. Let's end with the bat. We're going to go with alternate timelines and parallel universes. Mm. Caveman. Captain Caveman. You're right. Um, you got to scream that. Captain Caveman. Poor Mel Blank. He had to shout that. Probably killed him. <laughs> On Earth 2, after the death of Batman, what did the heroic sorcerer Dr. Fate do as one last favor for his fallen comrade? This is multiple choice. Oh, man. A is he caused a giant statue of Batman to materialize in the center of Gotham Square. B, he eliminated the general public's memory of the revelation of Batman's identity, protecting the secret identities of... Of Dick Grayson and Helena Wayne. Uh, the course I took on test taking says it's that one due to the specificity. <laughs> yeah. <of> the <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's take a break between the next two answers because they're both as long. Oh. Oh, dear. C, he caused the Wayne Manor to collapse into the Batcave, ensuring no criminals would be able to ransack the place and use Batman's technology and secrets for their own but, gain. All of the above. apologize right. for these. D, 
He traveled back in time and told the younger Bruce Wayne that his <laughs> life would have meaning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say D. Uh, I mean, B. B. B for B me as in well. boy. I'm going to go with B, too. I'm going to go go back in time and tell Bruce Wayne that his life has meaning because I really want to fit that into the title. I want that to be the title of the episode. No. <laughs> it's B. Yeah. Yay. Bruce, uh, good. Because that would, like, that would undo Batman. Like, I, I could have just done this the whole time with every criminal. Yeah. One day you, could, gonna, you could go back through time. How about you not kill my parents? I'm going to beat you up in an alley one day. <laughs> is Dr. <laughs> Fate like a, a long-running He's thing? Doctor Strange. Basically. Oh, okay. He's, he's the equivalent. There, there, was, there was a... Doesn't a he predate Doctor Strange by two decades? Doctor, yeah, he does. Dr. Worm uh, likes to play the drums. There was a character uh, on the... Uh, Saved did, by the Did you bell. get it and you're shaking your head? I got it. Yeah, that was a that was a they might be giants. Jesus. Cuz uh, there was a there was a character in the Saved by the Bell side story called Mr. Fate uh who gave the uh Saved by the Bell band like a record contract. You remember that episode? Come on guys. Man, I remember. Yeah. I watched every single episode. The Friends Forever band. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Where Friends Zach became forever. dragon power. Friends forever. Oh, we'll be, we'll be friends. I, yeah. Put it the end of Blood Dragon. You got it. Yeah, there you go. I never watched it by the bell. I watched it every day I, on I TBS hated, and USA. I hated things that weren't cartoons. Yeah, if it wasn't a laser or a cape in it, I didn't. We also didn't watch it. That's why he made Five on TBS. <laughs> oh, God. Exactly. All the <laughs> oh, cartoons no. are over. <laughs> it's <a> time. <laughs> Guys, I uh, think I'm gay. <laughs> uh, so that was a great trivia Listen time, to huh, guys? Show. <laughs> Julie Klausner is great. I love yes. Julie Klausner so much. Yeah. If you guys heard, that's how you want to do it. She's a good comedian. Yeah, thanks she's, all kinds. Of she's a very good comedian. But she's a redhead, a New York Jewish lady, <laughs> digging a hole. <laughs> she loves musicals. Look, there are better ways to do this. What to come out of the closet this week? <laughs> No, no, I can't. <laughs> no, I can't do that. Anyway, uh, boy, you know what? I <laughs> we should talk about people's answer to the previous question of the week, but there were. I want to really get into it next week instead because it's the like 2014 preview and what books you're really looking forward to. So let's just point you back to last week's one. Keep answering it there. Please, I, I want to really talk about it next week. Yeah, uh, twenty fourteen comic books. Yeah, we just had we had a lot of pent up. Um, We've had a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, that also, was very Lucas about the WWE Sullivan Network. Ones. Yeah, yeah, uh, the WWE Network. You can hear all those thoughts on Cheap Popcast. Yes. I'm excited about coming out. An emergency <laughs> episode of Cheap Popcast coming this week. Yeah, well, we had yeah. to. An emergency episode. It's not even special. Yeah, <laughs> like, you don't have to go to school just to listen to this. Uh, so yeah, there's a siren. The, the no music, just sirens the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it for for this week. Uh, plugs, boys. Other than cheap podcast, which I think we just affected. Brap, brap, brap. Secret <laughs> episodes. Hot. VVVGEmpire.com, uh, v- v- which is the game music podcast. Uh, I have an episode coming up soon. You've got a big one coming up, and uh, I'm looking forward up. to it. Uh, I've put together uh, another one as well that uh, should be pretty fun. Um, we ended last year with 2013's Year in Review, but before that we did uh, all kinds of crap. Yep. <laughs> all kinds of crap. And speaking of Christmas, we had a Laser Time Christmas special. <laughs> yeah. You'll really love it now. The, based on the obscure... Uh, my friend Spicules texted me no sooner than like two hours ago and like, that shit was awesome. Uh, he, well, he's a big fan. He, like, 
when I part of the reason I started Cartoon Christmas is maybe like you, Hank, and Shane, and him were like, I haven't seen anybody mention this to me in ten years. Yeah, this yeah. that special in particular was him. He's like one of my best friends. Like I we have. We've talked about everything, and I didn't know we both remembered this that well. <laughs> and and we watched it again, and so he, if you know, Christmas toy, it'll be entertaining. I can't really guarantee. Even that. No, like I did not know Christmas toy until you showed it to us to yeah. tell us who we were in the special. <laughs> yeah, but the way that you integrated it, it's just it, was, like, it works so do the well. Voices to so only so I could play the songs, which are excruciating. Yeah, so can and the then listeners... you, can, you can hear Chris and I's voice menstrual cycles get in yes. sync. Yeah, so we're like we're camping <laughs> together as ladies. It's also, just... can the listeners tell that Grim didn't know his character voice? <laughs> Still he's just winging it. He's he pretty upset good. about that. What am I doing? Thanks. Thanks for no warning, guys. <laughs> that was the Chris drop. If you heard it, that was the, yeah, that was the, the show, drop, not the whole show is the over. Chris drop. Uh, all right, so yeah, keep commenting, guys. Uh, you have a wonderful 2014, uh, an amazing Spider-Man 2014, and until next time, X Excelsior. Excelsior.